Welcome to Things to Know. I'm Luca, and on this show, we talk to the people who make the thingnoms what it is. Today, we're talking to not one, but two incredible community members who together have made a number of amazing animations for the community. I'm talking about none other than Spider JJ and Meta Itachi. I hope you enjoy this interview, and more importantly, I hope you learn something. Thank you so much for joining us today. Spider JJ, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about yourself? Who are you? Well, so uh, I'm from a small town in England or a small city in England uh, called Norwich. Not many people know where it is. Um, I lived there for the first 18 years of my life. Um, Studied there, pretty much did everything in Norwich. Um, Never really traveled far away from there until I went to university. so yeah, um, basically I was at school till I was 16, um, always looked to do a career in media and film. And from there, I sort of up until I was 16, I was living at home with my folks. And then I moved out when I was 16, um, sort of wanted to, I guess, get away from the parents as you do when you're that sort of age, all you want to do is get away from your parents. Um, and then after that, uh, sort of took me to 18 years old. I figured out what I wanted to do, which was film and sort of animation producing and that kind of thing. So I then decided to go to university and study that. Um, it was a big change for me because from when I was sort of a younger age, I was quite a shy, quiet person, I'd probably say. And at that point in my life, I was sort of like, well, I want to change this and I think going to university is like a brand new slate so I could be whoever I wanted to be um so yeah and that's me up until that point and Meta Itachi why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself too who are you um yeah so I probably came from a smaller quieter town near um a place called Barnsley which it's it's not the nicest of places but it's all right um yeah, well, kind of similar story, really. Um, I'm from like it's like small little farming village, so there's really nothing much there. Pretty much everybody is a farmer around there, and yeah, I was just always I was just always obsessed with with film and like media, and that's just from quite young. That's always something I knew I was wanted to was interested in and wanted to do, um, and then my I was quite lucky. My mum's, well, my godfather, my mum's like best friend lives in LA. So I managed to go over there and uh, just like meet, uh, one of his friends worked at like ETV. So I got to like go around all the studio and see all that. And I was just absolutely like hooked by it and thought, this is where I need to be. This is what I need to do. Um, And then, yeah, so I worked super hard at school. trying to get the grades to go to a university, uh, managed to do that. And then, yeah, we went to uni and met uh, Spider JJ there. So you both go to university. Did you both enter knowing you were going to be doing film? Yeah, so um, that that was my sort of, when I first applied to university I think there was sort of four or five universities that applied to I think one of them had applied to do game design um and then 
all of the other ones were primarily film. Um, I think since I think since a very young age, just because I guess because of my parents, throughout my time as a kid, we just watched movies constantly. Um, things from, especially from the eighties, um, all your classics. Um, and I think that just sort of drove me into wanting to be a filmmaker. Um, I think my parents were sort of, they do, you could say mundane sort of jobs. Like my dad's a driving instructor. My mum, she sort of works in, well, they run their own company. Um, but they basically do that job. They're ha- really happy, but I just really wanted to do something different and risky, I guess, because doing something like film, you never know whether you're going to be successful in it or not. So you both end up at this university. Yeah. Do you remember how you met or? Yeah, it's a funny story. I a <laughs> yeah. I, I can't, I can't remember. I, I don't know about you, JJ. I remember Prime, I think Primark. That was like, yeah, we, getting, getting the, the onesie. Straight after, we basically had like our introduction day, as you do, and uh, meet everybody, all that sort of jazz. And then I think a few oh, of us went was... to the pub afterwards, and we were all just sort of sat around, had a meal, had a few pints, again, as you do. It was, um, shall we call him Mr. Muscle? <laughs> one, of our, one of our friends always used to work out, and that is the guy who... He sort of bring the group together, I guess. Yeah, because I yeah. think I met Mr. Muscle on like <laughs> an introduction thing where we like went to fucking like sculpture park or some weird. It was like a come meet your like class type things. But I don't think you were on that. But he lived in your like apartment block, yeah. uni accommodation thing. Yeah. And I think, yeah, it was like a standard meet up for drinks after class type thing and then it was like a we were all going on i think we were planning to go on like a night out for freshers as you as you always do uh, i think it was like two nights in and it was a fancy dress party or event so we all rushed off to primark which is just like the cheapest place to get clothes in england <laughs> <laughs> um and we were getting these i think was it tiger onesies yeah i think it was like a zoo party or something so you had yeah. to dress up as a animals um and i think atachi couldn't get into primark because it was literally closing um so he just called me and basically asked me to get one of the onesies and i got that for him um and then we just agreed to meet up at a pub later on that sounds about right doesn't it yeah and then i i walked through town in my onesie <laughs> yeah, like dressed as a tiger, <laughs> dressed as a tiger at like six six o'clock, like dinner time, and then yeah, I think we went out, and then I ended up staying like back yeah. at yours. We were crashing at yours, uh, Mister Muscles. Yeah, and you, I think you just slept on the floor in my apartment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and, and then we... yeah, that was kind of it. And then like we worked through all like uni projects together. That's that's a very yeah, very was, funny yeah. story. <laughs> yeah. Um. So you you worked through uni projects together. I'm assuming that's where you started to kind of develop this working relationship. Um. And it, build yeah. Up. It was kind of like a joke, not a joke, but like because every like a lot of the thing, well, a lot of the what the 
teachers would want is you to like pair up with like different people and we were always steadfast and like yeah that ain't fucking happening like <laughs> we'd, we'd, we're just gonna work with each other we'll get some other people involved but and then like to the end like they just stopped asking and we're to like that, yeah, yeah. working together right and I'm like yeah yeah it's just kind of like an automatic thing yeah we're pretty yeah, because I was just saying we're pretty we're pretty stubborn like, when it comes to... I think we both know what we want, and then we usually... Go for it. Pretty grounded <laughs> until we get it. So let's pivot a little bit. Um, you're going to film school. You're working together on projects there. Um, at what point do you become aware of crypto and this kind of new world of blockchain technology? Well, I'll, I'll let you start with so, that, actually. <laughs> yeah, literally, I'd probably say, like, two months ago, I think. Uh, like, it literally... It would have been, I think, September, October, October time, I think. I think that was literally the first inkling. I had literally yeah. not been on my radar at, at all. I think the first time um, I heard of it was when... Uh, I think it somebody sold. Was it Jack that sold a tweet, uh, an NFT of a tweet, or there was a, a tweet that had been sold, and I think a newspaper had written about it or something like that. And that was the first time I'd heard about it. Uh, I think it was one of Jack Dorsey's tweets. Yeah, and that was yeah. the first time I'd heard about it. And I sort of I read about it, and I was, I was quite intrigued about it, but I never really thought about it until uh, Atachi then sort of brought it back up again a few months later. Yeah, I can't remember why or how I got so invested into it. I I just feel like I've been swallowed up by it. Like, literally for, like, the last two months, it has just taken over my life, like, completely and utterly, which I think, I think, it's, I think it's sort of like a Marmite. Oh, that's an English thing. Like, people love or hate Marmite over here. I feel like that's what crypto is like. Like, if people get into it, like, you are fully just, like, consumed by it. Or you're really you go not down the rabbit that, hole. Yeah, or you're just not that sort of bothered and you're like, oh, yeah, whatever, I'll just sort of leave that alone. But, yeah, I just feel like I fully, fully went down the rabbit hole. So tell me why. What what drew you to it? I think for me, it was, the com- it was like the whole community aspect. I super, super loved about it. I saw people, like, getting involved I don't know. I just thought it was like just a really cool. <laughs> I don't know. Um... For me, for me, it was sort of, especially when it comes to like NFTs and and that side of things. I think Itachi's right it is the community, but it's also sort of with the art, the artist aspect of it. It's a way of providing that voice for not just a voice for artists because of, obviously that's what the community gives, but in terms of it gives artists a way of getting their work out there and and making money from their work without having to you might not get that opportunity in sort of everyday life i would say and i think this and well crypto and and nfts gives you that opportunity to do what you want to do and in the likelihood is there are other people out there that like like what you like so um, I think that goes with the internet as well in terms of communities. It's sort of people that ne- never would have met or necessarily have spoke to each other 
can now do that. So it opens up a whole new world. Yeah. Just to add on that, I think I think what I like was like the connectivity between artists artist and um like the people that generally enjoy the art. Like I thought I thought it was so easy to sort of I feel like it's so easy for artists like to see like people doing the memes or like doing I don't know, people like go crazy with stuff like writing lore and you see all this work goes into it and it's not just sort of through I don't know, I just feel like they can they can see it through the discords and on the Twitter because like usually it's not like in the grand schemes of like artists and it's not I generally don't think it's that big. Like when when you find a project you like and it's got like two thousand people and it's like it's so easy just to connect with everybody that you 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 really feel part like special of like this little group. Uh just that feeling, I think is a big thing that sort of drew me into it. Yeah, I uh, I I agree, as I said, 100%. I think another thing that's interesting about it, and I, I'd love to hear your take, is that it, it also feels like it's enabling artists and, and creatives to explore ideas in like very different interdisciplinary ways, just because of the medium. Um, like you can kind of bring video and, and audio together in ways that you couldn't before um, you're able to create different virtual experiences. Do you guys find that part of NFTs interesting as well? Just the way that it's able to expand digital art. I, I, I feel like uh, like the whole crypto space is just like a big melting pot at the minute. I just love it. Like everything just sort of gets squished together. And then there's a big argument on like derivatives and stuff like that. But there's just so much like. I think it's like a it's like a gold rush at the minute. Like just everything is just getting created. I just I sort of love that sort of manicness, chaos sort of about it. That you just don't know what's going to come out next. Um, and I feel like it it pushes like the pace that it's going. You just pushes new ideas and new concepts um, together. Yeah, I yeah. just I. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and I think it's. I think one of the first things I said to you, Tachi, is that for say, for example, for filmmakers, I, I don't think filmmakers have really tapped into what they could possibly do with with crypto and and NFTs, for example. Um, I think certain animation aspects have starting to sort of tune into that now. Um, but I just think it's a brilliant opportunity for even if it's sort of for fundraising for a project, and you can really build a community before that project even sort of launches and then that can give that project an extra boost whereas say if you're if you're pitching a project and you need to say get funding from a studio and there's a lot of hoops that you just have to jump through to to just to achieve what you want to achieve whereas you can now do what you want to do with the help of other people that enjoy what you're trying to do if that makes sense um without having the the burden of having to sort of chop and change what you want to do for other people yeah i was just gonna say there's no like big corporate overlord like looking down your back so yeah the way that i've described um this like profile picture kind of era 
is that a lot of these communities operate like venture capital backed brands, but uh, the venture capital is just the community instead of one central funding source. Um, it's it's a really fascinating world. Um, let's pivot a little bit to Thingdoms. How did you guys find Thingdoms? What drew you to it? Um, tell me a little bit about that experience. No. Yeah. So the with Thingdoms, it it was. I think that was the first sort of NFT that we really had a proper look I at. I can tell you um, why I got into it and why I loved it, but I, I, for the life of me, I cannot remember how we stumbled upon it. Yeah, yeah. to be honest, I, I don't know how we stumbled upon it itself, but like, all I remember is you telling me about the radio station. So that, that, that Yeah, was that the... essentially, for me, I just saw, I saw the profile pictures and everything, and I saw all that going on in the space. And then there was just like this shining light of like this something new and it was it was the host it was like be loving everybody and it was it was the bringing up for the whitelist and the little tune that came on and i just found myself getting so excited for when people got through and going like hello hello like did i make it did i make it and then the whitelist and i just thought it was such a cool way of Inter interacting with the community to like yeah. actually actually chat with them not just as a sort of yeah buy this this is called transaction sort of thing it was a real sort of people phoning in people I, yeah it, I, it was just it was the whole that sort of thing about it I just super super drew me in so it sounds like both of you made the whitelist or at least we're we're here um pre-mint is that no we i think we i think it was like the day before like the whitelist stuff close to when it, it was like a day was. or two yeah i think before mint that we found out about it because i remember i remember stress messaging jj going like fucking hell like i think that like i it was like the I think the second like NFT like thing with crypto thing we'd ever bought. Um, I remember stressing, going, "Oh my god, I don't know if it's gonna like boom or price." And I remember seeing the price like dipped a little bit after reveal, and we're just like, "Oh, we can get one now, now, now!" Like being so excited to get one. So that's kind of a story in itself. We we don't actually sort of own one each. Um, we we share an NFT. <laughs> um because we just loved it so much that, that sort of we couldn't afford to buy one ourselves so we just both pitched in and went for it because we just loved the whole thing yeah i mean we're very glad that you guys decided to split the the nft because uh you were incredible members of the community and let's talk a little bit about what you have been adding recently with those animations how did the the animation start um how do you get inspired to make them like how did that entire process start off um in terms of when we came up with the idea to do it um i think it was just sort of with thingdoms it's like, like i love the stories that they created like on the radio station so 
um i think it was sort of looking at the the characters and each character has their own story sort of i'd i wouldn't call myself just a filmmaker i'd probably call myself a storyteller because i just love stories like whether it's books films tv animation sort of anything radio um so yeah so uh looking at the kingdoms every single one is individual so they each have their own sort of little story to tell and with our one um i think that was where i started off with because i was just sort of having fun with it and playing around with it in uh, photoshop and, and after effects and animation is something i love to do anyway it's something i've always wanted to do um so uh, yeah i uh, just sort of gave it a go and then after that uh, obviously everyone the community was great and said that it was great so and people started asking to have theirs done so i was sort of like okay we'll we'll see what we can do so it was then sort of going back to that story aspect and finding elements from each one that you could tell a little story with or if say there was a certain person who had a certain name sort of work that into their into their thing or it's just personalizing it in a way that's different to everyone else because that's what thingdoms is they're all slightly different not necessarily entirely different but that's people yeah um <clears throat> i think that's a a very eloquent way of putting it i think the uh the derivatives concept this idea of making art based off of of nfts and and art that already exists um is so interesting because it does exactly that it kind of deepens the world adds more story and and just character to what already exists and i think the work that you two have both done uh is is the gold blue chip tier of of that type of work because they're just so engaging and deep and interesting and i think that's why you see such a, a strong reaction from the community on it um yeah cheers I mean, so, it's also easy i don't know it's just like sorry it's just sort of um i think a big part for me as well like i feel that's why some of them take like a while to do but that is like the challenging fun part is trying to write what story can we sort of create and then this like i think this the space one sort of like writes itself like to the moon but then there's some that you just sort of toil in there like trying to figure out but they're almost sort of the best ones because you're like you just yeah what yeah. yeah what can i give to this certain one that needs a story but is like almost struggling for one um yeah, yeah it's it, like a a big part of that of... as well was sort of using only what was sort of already in the image so try to avoid as much as possible sort of adding in other elements but when we then did start adding in other elements they were always created from the elements that were within the picture already so anything additional was cut up and built from the original image so there was nothing where I had to sort of add any detail or, or anything like that. It was, well, we added detail, but it was through cutting up pieces and parts and sort of putting it together like a puzzle, I guess. <laughs> so at the end of the day, when you start adding different elements, it's it's really like a an animation collage of elements that already existed, but repurposed. 
um sort of taken the shapes um so like you could say for example if you look at the the rocket thing um obviously you wouldn't look at that and say oh that was all from from the same picture but you sort of take the curves and and i think that's why we've tried to make it as close as possible to the style that luke had originally is because it is just the same pieces just being removed and replaced and swapped around and color change and that kind of thing um and that's why i wanted to do it because you can't you, you can't recreate somebody else's art but you can add to it that's so cool that that's very very cool the idea of um using what already exists and and giving yourself that restriction i think adds so much to what you guys are doing which is fascinating um final kind of two questions here tell us a little bit about anything you're working on is there any alpha you want to drop or leak to us um and then also i want to hear your your 10-year vision for nfts and crypto if we're sitting 10 years from now what does the the industry look like what does the world look like what have we built general thoughts <laughs> we've just started sort of creating something at the minute it, so sort of going back to what we were talking about earlier and in, in a way that we with originally sort of filmmakers so and what we've always wanted to do is is an animation so we've been working on something for a few well probably a couple of months now um just an idea that we've always wanted to do but never thought we'd be able to do it just because well uh funding anything like that um and it, i guess you could probably call it sort of like a multimedia verse it's not like a metaverse in the sense that it'd be a world that you can visit and, and do things in. It's more of a, all of the stories could be told through multiple sort of ways. So using different ways to tell the stories, whether it's through animation, through live action, through books, through uh, podcasts or radio shows or it's about sort of interconnecting everything together. Um, and so instead of having one big story as you might do through a film or an animation, um, it's sort of telling so many different stories that all interlink. Uh, I suppose it's a lot of different stories to build one greater. Yeah, picture. one greater message, I guess. Um, so yeah, that is something that we're working on. It, we don't really want to talk about it too much um obviously thingdoms would probably be the first people to like the community would be the first to know <laughs> um i'll look forward to the official announcement because that sounds very very cool i've also been really interested in this idea of of creating tons of tiny little narratives that are are modular or just you know small narratives to begin with that link into a, a bigger picture so i think this will be fascinating like i'm i'm really excited to see what you have cooking the the big thing for us with this project is that we we we've maybe we're the sort of people that feel that we have you know we we feel like we've got skills or talent or whatever you as most people do you've got to be confident in yourself to be able to create anything otherwise you never would um but part of that is finding other people to help with that so 
people have given people who not, might not necessarily get that opportunity um people that can't say move to LA or, or London and, and work within the industry it's about finding those people that are talented and giving them the opportunity to create something bigger as well do you think that that ultimately is kind of the the big value driver of nfts and, and crypto this idea that it's tearing down the walls of of creativity or, or even just creating in general and allowing everyone globally to be able to contribute ideas and, and create on a on a massive scale yeah i think it's it's like a gateway so i feel like it's uh do you remember how when sort of iphones sort of came into being massively circulated like it was super before I feel like the iPhone generation, it was like to be a filmmaker was like you had to go to university, you had to know somebody in the industry. Whereas now, like any kid with a new phone can go film something and it look amazing. You don't even need to do, like you just need to go out and I'd say, well, I get loads of my information just from watching YouTube videos. As I imagine loads of other kids and people do rather. Like it's not, it's not that hard anymore just to go and film something. All the information's out there. You just need like the drive and the passion to go find it and you can do it. I feel like that's sort of what NFTs and crypto can do for artists, digital artists out there. It's a way for them to, you don't have to lock in with anybody. You can sort of just do that at your own pace, at your own level whatever it may be, you will have the freedom essentially to do that. I think that's what another reason I like it so much. It's just that big freedom. If you've got a message that you want to say, just go and invest in it and you, you can, you can do it. Yeah. I think, I think that's a massive part of it is with, it's just, like I said, I think it's just like a gateway. you you, you get the opportunity to communicate and speak to people that you might never necessarily meet with interests that are so similar. Um, sort of, I just, yeah, it's crazy how it's just opened up a whole new world for everybody to just communicate and enjoy the things that they love. I hope you enjoyed that interview. If you'd like to connect with Meta Itachi, you can find them on Twitter at Itachi Meta. And if you'd like to connect with Spider JJ, you can also find them on Twitter at Spider JJ. If you'd like to connect with me, you can find me on Twitter at It's Luca WM. I'd like to extend a huge thank you to Meta Itachi and Spider JJ for joining me on the show today. Hearing about your thoughts surrounding creativity and your artistic process was incredibly interesting. I'd also like to extend a huge thank you to the community. None of this is possible without you. If you think you know someone that should be featured on this show, reach out to me on Twitter or on Discord. I'd love to hear your recommendations. Stay thingy, do good things, and I'll see you next week.